In this episode of Sports Talk from the Crib, we talk about the NFL draft. Boy, was it exciting. We had some crazy you know, moves there at the end of the draft. Tua goes number five. Jordan Love goes to the Packers. We discuss all this coming up on Sports Talk from the Crib. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian here. Hey, the NFL draft happened last night. And boy, was it, it was not what all I expected. There wasn't any trades in the first 12 picks there. Usually there's a lot of teams trying to move up, trying to get their guy. And it was like they were all following Mel Kuyper's big board. It was really confusing and odd. But we had some surprises there. You know, number four pick, the Giants selected Andrew Thomas, tackle out of Georgia. And we thought maybe he would go maybe a little bit in the teens there. That's where a lot of, that's where he was on a lot of big boards, but they went tackle. They passed up Isaiah Simmons and uh, some other people. But, you know, of course, number one was Joe Burrow, the obvious number one pick. There was rumors going around that the Dolphins were trying to trade up to the number one overall pick, but they held on to their pick at number five. You know, of course, Chase Young went too. You know, in uh, the Dolphins, man, they went Tua. They took their risk and took Tua. And I was a big Miami Dolphin fan. A little scary of it, but the talent is obviously there. The talent's obviously there. And I'm hoping, hopefully, he's recovered and ready and ready to go, man. Because they had three first-round picks. The other first-round pick they used was on offensive tackle Austin Jackson there at USC. He had a you know fun, crazy story, man. He donated bone marrow to his sister. You know that's why he kind of had like a late first, second-round grade on him. But he's a you know young kid, talented. So, and but I gotta say, the biggest surprise of the draft was when the Packers traded up to number twenty-six overall. Well, they actually traded with the Miami Dolphins, and they selected quarterback Jordan Love out of Utah State. I was like, wow, move over Aaron Rodgers. This is your replacement if you don't do well these next couple years because this is what they did, you know, when with Brett Favre was there. Same age, you know, 35 years old. They're looking at the future. They're saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you probably only have maybe two, three years out of a high level, and we're going to move on from you. Because Jordan Love is our future quarterback. For them to trade up and not even give Aaron Rodgers a weapon, I mean, that is, I don't understand it. But I can see this is, this is how the organization, um, you know, believes. This is what they do. They did it with, you know, Brett Favre was there when they drafted Aaron Rodgers when he fell all the way down there in the draft. So, you know, a big move by the Packers there, you know. and. Another crazy stat from this year's draft, over, you know, almost half the draft was from the SEC Conference. The SEC Conference had 14 guys go in the first round. That's a record. 
You know, LSU, Florida, Alabama. I mean, Alabama and LSU, this straight up dominated. Clemson, a lot of Clemson guys too. Like, this SEC conference, you know, Clemson was ACC conference. They're the only, <laughs> but SEC, you know, Alabama, LSU, they straight up dominated this draft. Every single person. There were still some uh, guys on the board that didn't even get drafted. But the biggest takeaway is, man, like Jordan Love going all, dropping all the way down, you know, to the 26th overall pick for, to the Green Bay Packers. You know, because Tua obviously went number five. Justin Herbert went number six to the L.A. Chargers. So the Chargers got their quarterback of the future to replace Phillip Rivers. They had Tyrod Taylor there. A lot of people, even the GM there in, in there in L.A., he was thinking, hey, I got tired. Anthony Lynn, the head coach, the same way, but they still went for their quarterback. You know, the backup, Tyrod Taylor, they, they need some help elsewhere on, this, on, on the um, team, but hey, they wanted after the franchise quarterback and Justin Herbert. You know, Isaiah Simmons, who I think is one of the most athletic people in the draft, dropped to number eight to Arizona. So that was a great steal there for Arizona. They saw him at number eight. They, to pair him now with Chandler Jones, like I was preaching in my mock draft for the <laughs> for the Giants to take him for the you know for the Arizona Cardinals to help out Chandler Jones because they he counted for pretty much every damn sack on the team last year. So to get Isaiah Simmons, you know, at their spot too, there that was incredible. And my mock draft didn't actually do too bad. It, you know, it wasn't. I did some crazy stuff in it just to have some fun. You know, I mean, I probably could have gotten, if I was being smart about it, I probably would have gotten like 15 to 16 out of the 32 picks, which is 50%, which is pretty damn good. But I think I finished with like 9 or 10 of the correct picks out of the 32. So that's not too bad for this trying to, you know, put some put some players in there that may not think fall or just try to have some fun with the trade mock-ups and everything. You know, I just wanted to go do something crazy with Jerry World there and have him trade up and get Tua, but obviously it didn't happen because Miami picked him at number five. If Tua would have fell, actually, I think the Chargers would have taken Tua anyway. I think Justin Herbert would have been the guy to take the downfall in that mid-teens section, and that's when you see some trade action, but the Chargers took him there at number six. You know, um... Hey, and the Buccaneers got the big guy out of Iowa, Tristan Wirfs, to go protect Tom Brady. So, I mean, the wide receiver, and the other thing is, the wide receiver class was dropping. The wide receivers were dropping. Nobody in the top 10 went, and all of a sudden you saw a run of wide receivers in this year's draft to start going. You know, Henry Ruggs went to the Raiders. That's a heck of a pick. Because the Jets, who I thought was going to take Henry Ruggs, you know, leave the Raiders with, like, C.D. Lamb. But, you know, the Jets took the big offensive tackle there out of Louisville. And the Raiders, Henry Ruggs, I was talking about before. They're going to go old school, like the Al Davis old school, and go speed, 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 speed. They're at that running back position. So, oh, excuse me, the wide receiver position. Because that's what Al Davis loved. He loved all those wide receivers with speed. 
and John Gruden and Mike Mayock, man, they wanted the speed to come back. They'd get Henry Ruggs, you know, so. And C.D. Lamb drops to the Dallas Cowboys there at number 17. That was another big takeaway. I mean, they have C.D. Lamb, who I think is the next DeAndre Hopkins. I think he has like a DeAndre Hopkins type of talent. He can just go up and catch the ball out of the air like nobody else. And he can just, his sideline work, his speed, his route running, he can just go up and get the ball. And for the Cowboys to get him there, number 17, an absolute steal. Can't believe he fell that far in the draft. You know, pair him with Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, give Dak another weapon there with Zeke. That could be a little scary there in Dallas. Just pay Dak, Jerry. All you gotta do now is just pay Dak. Unless they want him to, unless that's one of the reasons old Jerry's like, oh man, I'm going to give you another weapon, Dak. Let's see what your offensive capabilities are here with new head coach Mike McCarthy. You know, let's see what's, what, are you, what are you all about? If you do this like crazy this year, I'll hand my checkbook out to you. I'll hand you a blank check. You put whatever dollar amount you want. Just put whatever dollar amount you want on there. Because on paper, the Dallas Cowboys now look pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. The pair, <laughs> hey. Tell you what, they're going to be a definitely, definitely team to watch. You know, um, damn, man, this is a crazy, crazy draft. And the biggest stunner, though, is Jordan Love. I can't believe the Packers traded up and got Jordan Love, man. I, that was something else. Um, another takeaway from the draft, the Broncos, Denver Broncos actually got their guy. The Denver Broncos actually got their guy at number 15. They got their boy, Judy, out wide receiver from Alabama. Then John Elliott wanted to trade up into the top 10 to get him. And he was making calls to go in the top 10. There was even a couple of days ago, that's what he was, you know, going for. And... Hey, he fell right into his lap. He should have seen him in, the, in his house. He was the happiest man in the world. He saw Judy drop to him. Now to give Drew Locke that, you know, Judy and Cortland Sutton from last year. Like, hey, now you got your wide receiver, you know, duos. So a lot of these teams, I, hey, the draft grades are going to come out. And a lot of these teams did very, very well. I think like every team drafted pretty damn well for the needs that they needed for this in this offseason and coming up for the season here like I think these teams this is going to be interesting on paper that's all looking very good you know we'll find out come uh you know when the training camp opens up and everybody starts coming in and uh one other point I want to get to is guess who the Baltimore Ravens got I was all over this I was all over this guy and about the Baltimore Ravens when they draft linebackers and guess who they took? They took Patrick Queen. Just like I thought. I knew they were going to take that kid. If that kid fell to them in the first round, Baltimore, for some reason, just knows when it comes to a linebacker, who to draft, when to draft them. It's just like a common thing for that organization. And <laughs> what do they do? They get this kid. This kid is going to be an absolute stud. An absolute stud. I mean, this... I don't know about these draft grades. We'll go. It very. It's kind of hard to look at it right now, because you know, the drafts over. The first round's over anyway. Second round, 
Friday night, the third round. Like, it is just going to be, there's still a lot of good players on the board. A lot of good things going to happen. These, I mean, we're going to expect some more trades. The Patriots traded out of the first round. What a surprise. New England Patriots and Bill Belichick's like, screw the first round, we're going to move back. You know, they trade with the Chargers. Chargers jump back in. And they got um, Kenneth Murray. They're out of Oklahoma, inside linebacker. So the Chargers were on. Were busy. Chargers were busy. They got to win now. They got to win now. Because and next offseason is stacked for the Chargers. They got to figure out who they want to keep, who they're going to pay. And that owner has never really paid anybody come free agency big bucks. So that team could be. You know, on a move there, could look totally different. But this, I tell you what, to be a virtual draft and to not have any problems and it to go so smoothly like it did was just incredible. It was just incredible. You know, all the props to everybody involved with that. To make it all happen and get all everybody's team. I mean, you saw people that's lousing in the chairs in the office, hanging out with the family. Andy Reid's over there in his Hawaiian shirt again, just chilling. Just chilling. Cliff Kingsbury looks like he's he was in his. He looked like he just got got in them, moved in. Like everybody's just chilling in court, and then you see Bill Belichick over there in his same damn hooded sweater. You know, and his house looks like it's from 1984. Some craziness, <laughs> but this is unbelievable to see everybody that's in there just chilling. Hey, this is easy. This is easy business, you know. Just chilling at the house. Don't have to get up, get all dressed up, you know. So that's it, man. This this is one for the books. This is one for the books. And actually, they announced that Las Vegas is actually going to get the draft again next year. You know, since they uh, obviously this is where it was supposed to be this year for the grand opening stadium there for the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, which is still hard to say. <laughs> So, um, I mean, I was always going to think of them of L.A. There is a team that's supposed to be in L.A. It's supposed to be the Raiders. But they're Las Vegas. So they're going to get the draft coming next year anyways. So at least they'll get it back and then do it the, do it the right way this time. But I know I, I guess I feel a little bit bad for these kids. They want to be up on stage, you know, actually shake the commissioner's hand, get the jersey, get the hat. And they couldn't do it this year. But, hey. I think it's all it's all going to be worth it for those kids here at the end. It's all going to be worth it. The 2020 NFL Draft is one for the books. So there's a draft recap, and I got some big news for everybody out there listening. Sports Talk from the Crib is going to just be on Fridays. From now on, hopefully this is a little temporary thing, you know, until the sports activity starts coming back around here, hopefully in the next month or so. But I'm doing a little bit of rebranding. I've redesigned the logo and I'm redesigned the site a little bit. So you'll see a different, you know, artwork up. And hopefully when I get through all the directories, you'll see what I'm talking about. But I got some studio equipment coming in. We're going big now. Sports Talk from the Cribs going big now. So we got everything in development. A lot of exciting things going on. And I got, I'll, I'll release a trailer next week. To kind of like, you know, give you a new rundown of it. Um, so be on the lookout for that. All the updates will be on Feel the Heat 
ent.com is feelyheatentertainment.com and I'll give you some more news up on the Instagram as well. So stay tuned. I'm hopefully y'all don't be a little too upset. I apologize if you like seeing me out here three days a week. So, but we're just doing a little uh, rebranding here, and hopefully we get that stuff running. But it's very exciting. I'm excited about it all. You know, brand new again, some equipment. You know, it's going to be a little more top of the line, and I'm and it's all up because of you guys. It's all because of you guys tuning in and giving me feedback. And just, you know, being so supportive. And I thank you all so much for listening. You're all the ones that made this possible. You're all the ones that are making me keep going. And I appreciate it so much. I mean, it's all over the world. I'll be up places I've never even heard of uh, off of my feed here. So it's pretty exciting. I know I can't thank you all enough. You know, it really is a pleasure. And stay tuned. I'll keep you all updated. Like I said, trailer I'll be releasing next week. Just remember, feeltheheatent.com, Instagram, feeltheheat. You know all your latest up. Subscribe. Make sure you're subscribing to, you know the pod, you know the platform of your choice. So it all goes to you. I know. Hopefully, there's not gonna be any problems with the feed here when I release it next week. But just make sure you subscribe to your favorite um, platform, whatever it may be, and so you get all the updates. Hey, man, this is Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. I'll see you all next Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Peace.